0: By Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. It's Washington, D.C. where well, we are joined by uh, loony lefty liberal Michael Graham <laughs> who no doubt is critical of United Airlines. The boot I'm is certainly f- on the other foot here, Graham. I'm with United Airlines 100%. Well, the boot is on the
1: usual foot, which is, as usual, you are wrong, George. <laughs> that's what That's what has not changed. Go on. Um, but, you know, the, the real problem is, uh, in, is uh, as almost always the case, and all you Euroweenies should be familiar with this, the problem is the government and government regulations. When you sign up for a, when you buy a plane ticket here in the United States, I can't speak for, for Ireland, You know, it's like when you log on to Wi-Fi at a new building, there's that long thing, and then there's a button, do you accept? And no one reads the 5,000 words of whatever. You will be using your phone to transmit secret messages from Russia to Donald Trump or whatever it is. You just click. Well, same thing when you buy a plane ticket. You don't read the voluminous contract. Well, thanks to government regulations from the Federal Aviation Administration, airlines have wangled a codicil in that arrangement that says, you never buy the seat. The seat is there. We may let you use it. We may not let you use it. It's up to us and we can take that seat from you, even though you've paid for it, even though we have your money, even though we've told you that it'll be there at 10 o'clock on a Friday, we can just take it away from you anytime we want. So what happened, and I, I know many of your listeners know the story, but just very recap, is the United Airlines oversold a flight from Chicago down to Louisville, Kentucky, and They wanted to put a flight crew on it because they had a flight that crew needed to take care of. So there was another flight, another revenue opportunity down the stream
0: they wanted to take care of. It's not a revenue opportunity. There's probably 300 or 350 people down in Louisville who want to get somewhere as well.
1: Sure, absolutely. And United has promised them that they're going to go somewhere. So United is the one making the promises. It's United's job to deliver on their promises. So what United did is they offered everyone 400 bucks and they offered they, everybody they, a thousand they, bucks. So they offered everyone 800 bucks and nobody took it. Okay. So what is the reasonable, rational next step? Well, according to the CEO of United, that idiot who's defending his employees, the reasonable thing to do is to pick four people against their will and force them off the plane against their will, Well, one of those guys was a doctor who had, you know, patients to see. And he said, I'm not leaving. I'm calling my lawyer. So United did that other reasonable thing. They called George Hook Goose Steppers Incorporated. Then they stomp on the plane, grab the guy, drag him off the plane, bust his lip open. And, you know, now we have the plane was such a mess afterwards. They had to deplane everybody and go in and clean up the blood and then put them back on. That is why. The, uh, uh, the the behavior of United is absolutely idiotic. Hold from a while. From the top hold a while
0: now. Uh, Mick. Hold a while. Uh-huh. The first thing is that you're right. When you buy an airplane ticket, and I'm reasonably certain it's the same across the world, that in cases of overbooking, uh, a, a, an airline can ha- ask people to leave the plane and offer them compensation. They can ask them. No, no, hold on. Stop. Stop. If nobody accepts the compensation offer. I always accept the compensation offer. I used to always get the last flight out on, on at night because it wasn't in a hurry to get back to work the following day, as you can imagine. And it was a 50-50 shot that the last plane would be overbooked. So they'd pay me money, put me in a hotel room, give me my dinner uh, mm. and a free sauna and then a flight tomorrow. So, like, the, this has been happening forever, on no, no, George,
1: George you are you're th- this is the same issue you have with the uh loony irish lefties who want to convolute refugees with illegal immigrants people who choose to leave the plane for compensation are not the same as people who are saying you know what your conversation isn't worth it to me. I paid for the seat. I own yes, the seat. I'm going to use But you don't
0: the seat. own the seat so because a,
1: uh-huh.
0: the codicil, the codicil exactly. says you don't own the seat. Now, this, we can only believe Mr. Munoz, uh, the, the Oscar, the, the chief executive, who said, who's 100% behind his staff. He said this guy was belligerent. He was loud. He refused to get off the seat. So we did. What airlines all over the world are doing increasingly is they call the cops. Now, okay, I, I tell you, you can get on. You can get on almost any airline in the world and have six gin and tonics and then call the, the stewardess a floozy. And I guarantee you, you'll be in, in handcuffs when it lands at the destination airport.
1: And that was a lovely tale from george hook's book of stories (laughs) and next we'll get to hansel and gretel but this is not the story of the boy who cried cocktail this is a guy in his own seat minding his own business who did what i would do if i really needed to get home if my daughter's graduation was the next morning there is no amount of money you can offer me that's going to make me give up that that moment and so i'm going to say no this is my seat Ask somebody so, else when the when the uh, gendarmes show up and start wailing away at me because I am sitting in my own seat minding my own business. They are the bad guys, George. The solution here, as so often is the case, is the free market. Two things need to happen. Number one, President Trump needs to ask his new FAA oversight person. To end this regulation, to take away the ability of an airline to be to be able to throw you off the plane. They should not be able to throw you off the plane because they want to give your seat to someone else. Then the second thing that should happen is that United Airlines should have to be responsible for the deal they made with their customers to deliver a product. Okay. Which is All to right. move my, okay. Let me finish, let me finish. Yeah. The solution is obvious. You stand up and say, we need four seats on this plane. Will you take $800? Anybody? Okay, how about $1,200? How about $2,000? Whatever it takes to right. get the seats. Okay. At but some point, there is a point where the passenger is happy and when the airline is happy. But right now, the airline is abusing passengers, literally right. figuratively. And the cops who did this should be fired immediately. If you're a cop with a brain and someone says, hey, go beat the crap out of that guy because we want to sell his seat to somebody else,
0: your answer is no. I'm not going to do that. Well, all right. Now, stop, right? one this is america it wouldn't happen in ireland you know happily the, air, the airline that flies you over here every time you come aerlingus doesn't do that to you even though you're not a particularly popular passenger <laughs> they they all right first of all you got to compare america um with a uh, Europe. If, if American cops, I'm surprised they didn't shoot him, to be honest. Um, <laughs> because, uh, like, Americans are different in this. The other thing is, and Michael, you know this because you fly domestically in America, same as I did, for years. You try some, some of your fancy dandy footwork with check-in, with immigration, with security, with every aspect of American airline, the whole hierarchy of American airline. Very quickly, you'll find yourself in irons. And that's the real difference between our two countries. That wouldn't happen in Ireland. They'd handle it better. Uh, and undoubtedly they'll handle it, but that's not the way the American airline industry is today, but they are in their rights because of the small print on the ticket. Now, why do they need the small print? Because, because, what they happen-
1: over, because they oversell the planes
0: Why? And they, want, and why they, and they do don't
1: have consequence for it. Well, they oversell the planes and make more money, of course. No,
0: they don't make. You know they don't make more money by overselling the plane.
1: Of they do because some people don't show up so you're able to sell the seat Correct. twice. So they want to oversell. I, look, I, my problem isn't overselling. My problem isn't that they wanted four people off the plane. My problem is that United didn't do what they needed to do to get those seats, which is to pay the market Price, pay people what their time is worth, and if they had simply kept offering more money, they would have at some point hit the right amount, and the planes would have gone, and the the Louisville planes would have gone. But you make a good point, George, and and it's so rare, I, I think we should stop and note it. George makes a brilliant point. The government in the United States with the airlines have made flying over here miserable, it's absolutely miserable yeah. you have to arrive hours before your flight you stand in these un- lines with incompetent people, they don't have enough gates or security open, you get to the front, you have to take your computer out your shoes off, your belt off, your hearing aid out, your, your false teeth, your tic-tacs, they probe you, they prod you, they treat yes. you like aliens molesting you, and then you sc- go scramble your socks and your shoes and your belt and you shuffle like a refugee out to your plane and you finally sit down then there's no room in the overhead pack because no one wants to pay to to to, to all check, right. okay. so they will shove it in the top, yeah. and then you finally sit in your seat, George. And then what happens? Uh, we gave your seat away. Sorry, all you right. Go. But, I mean, but all uh, no,
0: look. The point is that. Uh, in America, they are entitled to take you off the flight. Now also everybody's forgetting that this guy, I don't know how he did it, I find it extraordinary, but somehow he evaded his captors he ran all the way back to the plane, up the steps, and clung on to the gate right. before they closed the door and he said and he's screaming, I want to go home Now, yes. like, I don't know how he managed that, but nevertheless here's the point, because I'm being abused right, left and centre Michael Graham is the new hero of the left in in Dublin. <laughs> there's
1: nothing left about this. It's the left that got us in this mess because but the left no, said we're huh? going to regulate the airlines and we're going to create these rules. And as always, what big institutions win when the left creates rules and individuals lose. And so they gave – we need an orderly way to handle this. We need – big government will solve this. So we're going to have this one-size-fits-all rule and the airlines can kick you off because it's for the good and there's another flight that needs to go. And all we're right. smarter than okay. you. you. Stop. Stop! Give me my damn plane! I, I bought Stop. this
0: seat. It is Stop. my seat. Stop! It's three hundred people on the airplane, give or take. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now what they've but they've got three hundred and four, right? Okay. Two people went earlier on, so now they've got three hundred and two. Okay. <laughs> what do you suggest the airline does? You know, one you want you want them to keep up in the ante until sure. eventually somebody buys it? Okay. Right. All right. But they don't have to. The law says, as I understand, there's a limit to the amount of compensation. The, the amount of compensation is limited, right? That's right, it is. Okay, that's the first point, okay? So the second point is they, they, it has to be random. It's not fair unless it's random. They okay, can, George, they Chuck, stop turn. right there. No, George, no. Chuck, I'm calling you out right now. Right. As a
1: guy who flies regularly first class – how many times do you think your first-class ticket is going to get randomly picked to get thrown off the plane? The answer is
0: zero. It's yeah, but not that's random. why you buy your first-class ticket. That's why you buy health insurance. Exactly. That's why you do a whole pile of things.
1: Not random. It's not everybody's in it. Absolutely not. This is completely a screw job by the airlines. <laughs> Free markets <laughs> fix it for everybody, including yeah. the little guy who has to take yeah. care of sick
0: people in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, just fly Aer Lingus like you always do, Mick, and then exactly. look after Terry. Aer Lingus it is the best airline in the history of the world. Hey,
1: uh, Noel says, good on you, MG. Shut hook up. United 100% inc- uh, incorrect. Bullies! You're right, Noel.
0: <laughs> All right, um, thank you. United should never have issued more boarding passes than they had seats for, said Texter. Can we try and get back to this so everybody understands? They issued boarding passes for the number of people they had seats. What happened at the last minute was they had to get four crew, four employees to Louisville – that was their problem uh, and uh, if you go and see Ireland playing the Rugby World Cup final George and the airline takes the flight takes you off the flight in the last minute are you really saying you would have zero problems with that scenario get real says Brian Kelly. I tell you if I was flying an American airline I'd shut up because I know what they do to me Um, David says, you're horrifically blinkered. Uh, United Airlines used unreasonable force on an individual. United Airlines did not use unreasonable force. The Chicago aviation security officers used unnecessary force. And that's, so if we're going on about it, the force is not... uh, uh used by United. Uh Maggie says you've got to sing stop, stop, stop several times. That's very rude to Michael. <laughs> Apologize to Graham. You've got to be kidding, Maggie. Are you back next Tuesday, Graham? You probably are. And uh, hey, hey, qu- quickly, George, one of my colleagues
1: here at the Washington Examiner actually had that happen. He was forced off a plane against his will. It worked out differently. But he, he tells a story in our podcast. So the people who follow me on Twitter, I am M. Graham or go to Washington Examiner and search my name. Uh, he tells how it happens and he goes through the rules and the laws as they come right. in the United States.
0: I'll check it out myself before I fly on a holidays. Thanks, Michael.